can't speak Norwegian? We've got you covered on Snack Eknors. It's international students. Good afternoon, you're listening to Snacker Ikenask on Radio Nova. I am today in the studio with Ollie. Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing? We're doing good, I think. And <laughs> Sophie. Hello. <laughs> good to have you in the studio today uh, for a topic on women's health. Woo! Pretty All about women. Pretty, pretty big topic. It is a very big topic. Mm-hmm. It is. Did you know, actually, before running into this, I know I've said that I've talked to you about this so many times, but why do people, ha- why do women have a higher risk of getting a heart disease? It's still, it's still, I'm still not mm. digesting this. Yeah. And this is how my whole spiral of women's health kind of entered my mind. Mm. So, yeah, that's how we're going to start it. It's because we use our hearts a lot. We're very hard, a lot more than men. (laughs) (laughs) This is very true. This is very true. All right, get us started. Get us started. Wow, what a big introduction! Not big introduction. What's it called? It's a lot of a lot of weight on my shoulders. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I thought you could take it. You know, I see you're a strong, independent woman. (laughs) Oh no, I'm a strong, independent woman. Do not get me wrong. (laughs) But strong, independent women still get a little bit nervous okay so i'm gonna start my little topic off by having a little disclaimer um, because i will be talking about why women are prone to depression and anxiety for reference i'm a cisgender female and i will be talking from that perspective this can also trigger um this can also be a trigger because i will be talking about unaliving oneself and a sexual assault so if those are little big mm. trigger things you can just skip until the yeah. next part or skip to the next episode switch the radio switch the radio whatever fills your comfort Absolutely. and if you're struggling with depression or anxiety this episode will not help you we're only doing research based and all that this is nothing to cope with depression just statistics and all that good love uh, so sending love to all the mentally unstable baddies out there seek help <laughs> if you can if you can if you can mm. that is very true okay so let's start this lovely lovely discussion so um, I'm going to start with a little article that I read in Psychology Today. Um, in recent decades, depression has become increasingly common in industrialized con- countries such as the US and the UK and is often referred by to fi- by physicians as the common cold of psychiatry. Mm. So depression oh. is just like a common cold nowadays um, in the industri- industrial countries. And mm. I tried Googling why this is, why are we just putting out like things like this out in the world? And we don't really know. Some people say that um, countries tend to have a bigger income, um, like a bigger income gap between the poor and the rich. And like the rich have so many like financial um, things that they have to think about. And that kind of... It kind of makes sense, but there's nothing really grounding saying that this is why. And we kind of kind of relate it into women's health as well, because no one really knows why women are more prone to be depressed and have anxiety. But it's just the statistics say that it is. And we really don't know. Um, so these are some reasons that are still unclear to us today, but um, is in discussion around how it can be partly biological, 
partly psychological and partly sociocultural. So my first thing I'm going to talk about is biological explanations. So compared to um, to men, women are more subjected to fluctuating hormone levels. What is fluctuating hormone levels? Is it just a conspiracy theory that they're getting into our bodies like... It's just as we're aging, it's real. It's as we're aging, our body composition change and our hormones fluctuate. So there's not much we can do apart from taking pills for it that will also mess you up. Exactly. This is, um, yeah, this is a case um, around the puberty, childbirth and menopause. So everything that the woman, just just living as a woman goes through um so let's talk a little bit about puberty so puberty is not going to give you depression (laughs) i'm not saying that but there's so much that goes into puberty and all of your hormones start changing and the things like the conflict identity issues social pressure all that just mixing up with puberty kind of can have an impact on your depression and women young women are more prone to depression than men because women go into puberty earlier than men so usually like women are finishing their puberty and start like going into the adult era bunny quotes to the people who cannot see me Um, and that's why we women are prone to get depressed younger than men because we've just we've grown up (laughs) we've grown up we have a postpartum depression so I am not a mother to any human babies um, and I've talked to this about because I know a lot of people who were mothers and they've told to me they've told me that they have experienced postpartum depression and it's always different it's not always it's not this this a4 thing where you can have like a checklist of oh you're crying more often than usual you have low self-esteem you have anxiety you have trouble sleeping you have thoughts of suicide thoughts of harming you it's not an a4 like even looking at the celebrity culture you can see like kylie was very happy after getting her last born or like her second born but she kept on talking about how she had this relationship with her body she didn't really know how to relate to her body but she still loved her child but like her first child was different because it was this unknown territorium thing where she had to she had to be a mother she she was mm-hmm. or she also be, she became a mother like in the age of twenty. But you can see like even having your first child and your second child and going to other hundreds of women who have experienced this. It's just so different, and it's just it's it's a big. But big I mean, gap. in her case, she's very young and she's in the public eye and she's very centered about her body. <laughs> this uh, is very true. I, I, I will just say like postpartum depression is really linked to your your relationship with your child, the way you feel as a mother. And it's not just about how it's not about how you look. It's about connecting with mm-hmm. your baby. And there is the regular depression kind of feeling. And there is people who are psychotic uh, episodes. Mm. And I I know some people who had who had to be hospitalized uh, for months because they had psychotic episodes and they had to have um, electrical mm. uh, treatment. You know, like the thing they mm. put on your brain and stuff. So this is. Serious mm-hmm. shit, like a, serious, yeah. A, a, yeah. you know, pregnancy can potentially make you go, yeah, correct, yeah. go a little bit crazy, yeah, <laughs> which makes sense because, like, when you're pregnant, obviously your hormones are like crazy high levels. Like, it mm-hmm. makes sense why it would affect your body as soon as you've had the child, and then it's mm-hmm. almost like a 
kind of plummet in those hormones. Yeah. So I don't know. I wonder if there's anything that could be done to prevent postpartum depression because I know that a lot of people say like you you never know if you're going to experience or not. Like mm. it just mm. just happens sometimes. But I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of um, inequality and like these sort of hormonal um, research in medicine as well. Like there's not a lot that we know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's quite a common theme as well when it comes to like women's healthcare as well. There's just not a lot of research focused on things that only women experience. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But it, yeah, it does affect about 10 to 15% of the women as well. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a big number. It's a, yeah. it's a big number. It's not the biggest, but it's still, mm-hmm. the number is there. So, start researching start developing things that can help people cope but yeah it's but also postpartum can it's a spectrum that as we've discussed from our last shows it is a spectrum from where you can have a depression or anxiety feeling that you're not connecting with your baby to what sabrina said earlier with being in a psych psych psychotic psychotic episode um we can move on to my last um topic real real quick and it's the pre-menopause and menopause episode of your life (laughs) um risk of depression may in increase during the transition to menopause a stage called pre-menopause when hormone levels may fluctuate erratically in case you were not depressed before by the way (laughs) in case you were not (laughs) depressed in case like life is not hitting you hard enough this hormone levels will be fluctuating. Um, depression risk may also rise during early menopause or after menopause. Both times with estrogen levels are significantly reduced. Most women who experience both some bothersome menopause symptoms don't develop depression. So as I said before, going through menopause will not give you depression, but no. it can doesn't really help. Yeah. really doesn't if you're on the verge it will not help you mm-hmm. so it's just like all of these things are happening naturally in your body without anything interrupting it's mm. just you're just caused to be i feel like the world is kind of against you since okay not since birth but since like puberty hits the world is like going down going mm. down So what we have been talking about, if you've not been paying attention, is why women are prone to depression. So we've had a little bit of a talk about biological explanations and now we're going to physical explanations. So women are more expressive than men. And I know some people listening to this and are are looking at me or listening to me and be like, what is this person going on about? What do you mean we're more expressive than men? What is this sexist, social and corrupted, <laughs> whatever? <laughs> you know what Propaganda. I mean? Propaganda. is this woman talking about? Damn feminists. Damn fucking feminists. Um, but it is true. There are a lot of psychologists and scientists that have gone into research and have research, researched the women's brain and men's brain. And they have to say that we are more expressive. Um, we tend to think about things more, which, although generally is a good thing, um, may cause them to develop depression. In contrast, men are more likely to respond to difficult times with stosium anger or alcohol or even drug misuse and if you are a dumb bitch like me I don't even know I'm not allowed to say that on live radio but here we are hello um stoicism is the the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings or without complaints so like a man can be going through death or going through like something heavy in his life and he's not really going to express it he's just going to be brush it off his shoulder live life as if 
never happened. We do, they do not really process the way women do. Women also tend to be more invested in their relationships than men and therefore more affected by relationship problems. This is an article from Psychology Today as well. And I want to discuss this. What are your thoughts around this, um, this little quote? What, that we are more prone to feel? Yeah, but more like more invested in a relationship than a man is. Yeah, I mean, we tend to overthink, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, you just said it, like men repress and women overthink. I think that's just the dynamic. Yeah. It doesn't mean that uh, it makes your relationship worse or it doesn't, or it makes your relationship better. I don't think so. But it's yeah. just the way we, we are. I, I think most women, I don't think everybody, but mm. most women yeah. are. I think especially in like heteronormative relationships, I think the rules maybe bend a bit when it, you know, you've got the kind of homosexual relationship or something. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with that on the most part. What about you? Do you no. agree? Yeah, I do agree. I just wanted See? to know if we're on the same page. Cause Problem I, solved. <laughs> I was reading this and I was like, what is on about this? Like, how do you, what do you mean that women are more? And I'm like... See, now I am here talking about, like, being very engaged and being very, like, fuck you. Why are you telling me who I am? (laughs) But when I really thought about it and, like, even reflecting on my relationship, I am more emotional. I'm I'm a very emotional person. I will cry and it's in the best place. I will cry when I'm happy. I will cry when I'm sad. And it's just the feelings. I let my feelings take over me. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. It's life. (laughs) But also, do you think... Uh, women are more uh, invested emotionally uh, in the thought process because we f- we project ourselves in the future on an emotional basis to fulfill this emotional needs that we have compared to men. Mm. I think they project themselves in the future in a practical manner, like a place to live, a job, uh, you know, money in the bank and all. Mm. And I think we're more like, okay, sure, those things are important, but... I want to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be loved. You know, I don't know. Do I want know? cuddles. <laughs> Bye, cat. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay, a cat, guys. It's much easier. It's so much easier. <laughs> no, but yeah, I get that. I do sometimes sit myself and think that why don't I want... I do want that um, financial stability. I want a home. Mm. I want I want to be... I'm a businesswoman. I want to have a great business. But I also think about where I'm thinking about my boyfriend. I'm like... oh. I could drop everything for you. And then mm-hmm. I come back to my sense of like, what, what are you on about? You need to think about yourself first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, those are my thoughts. Okay, so that was <laughs> my little discussion <laughs> on psychological explanations and why women are prone to be more depressed. So the last one that is kind of interesting for me is the social cultural expectations. And this may this may differ in depending on what culture you are in. So I'm half Kenyan, half Norwegian. I've been brought up in both worlds. And the way you are or the person you are in different cultures are just two different people just because of how people are growing up and the people around you. But um, women just in this westernized um, what is it called? Westernized world world that we live in. <laughs> Women are under more stress uh, than men because of the power and status indifference within today's society. Not only do they have to work um, like men, but we also have to take care of the child. We have to take care of the house. We have to cook for the man. Well, when I say have, take it with a pinch of salt, mm-hmm. little bunny quote. But we have to do all these things. It's expected on us. And in some cultures as well, you have to take care of your elderly, like your mother, your 
the father, even some circumstances, your aunt, your grandmother, it's just a lot of pressure in involved and I feel like one thing would not end up being depressive but if you have so much things to think about to make your life go round that will that will cause a little bit of anxiety yeah don't you don't you guys think for sure I think like um for the women that obviously want to you know be a stay-at-home mom or whatever you know they choose to do but I think there's like a common stigma that being a stay-at-home mum isn't a job like that is a full-time job mm. taking care of children you know looking after the house like cooking cleaning that's a full-time job and I think especially in heteronormative relationships you see quite often um in a marriage or something like that is you know a man is disrespecting a woman for maybe not doing as much or not do- going the extra mile but they're not really realizing like all of the pressure that goes into like running a household um and they just sort of expect that their, you know, nine to five is automatically more important or more stressful, which isn't always the case. No, that is very true. Mm. But yeah. And also women live longer. Yay us. Yes. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> so you lose your husband, you lose a lot of people before you end up going. You end so up uh, <laughs> inheriting something, maybe. And Enjoy. Starting your life again. Yeah, starting your life again, yeah. We also have sexual abuse. We I have to fit this in real, real quick. It's very, very important. Women who are emotionally, physically or sexually abused as children or adults are more likely to be expressive, express depression at some point in their lives than those who weren't abused. I mean, obviously. Well, but it's trauma. It's trauma. Um, And women are also more likely than men to experience sexual abuse. And this is not me just putting this out there in the Norwegian Centre of Violence and Traumatic Stress Studies state that one third of the women, that is 33.6%, and one tenth of the men, that is 11.3%, reported for some sexual abuse um, or assault in in their lifetime. Mm. So this are... actual statistics that have been made and also like I feel like wrapping this up within the sexual assault but also everything that we've been talking about women are more likely to seek out a diagnosis of depression they're more likely to talk about it to go to the doctors to go to their friends like try to figure out why they are who they are and why they're feeling this way so this is why I personally think that this is why women are prone to more depression and anxiety because we talk about it. We want to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is my little quote. Oh, not my quote, my little ending. Thank you so much uh, for um, going through this uh, depression and women uh, content mm. for us. <laughs> <laughs>